What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through some of the top sell high trade targets heading into week four of the NFL season. So these are players coming off of boom weeks. I think maybe they're going to regress throughout the rest of the season, or they're just kind of at the point where they've reached their probably peak value. I think this is the best opportunity to flip them get an upgrade either at the same position or a different position. I do just want to emphasize that just because I think these players are sell high players does not mean I don't think they're, you know, startable for fantasy football or that they did something wrong. I've seen those comments in previous videos. Sometimes a player hasn't done anything wrong to be tradable, right? Everyone should be available. And if the market is going to overreact to a certain player's big game, you can take the opportunity, even if they didn't necessarily like wrong you or, you know, fault you in your lineup. So just kind of putting that out there. Um, I have my waiver wire target video up if you guys are interested, some buy low players also in a video. If you have any fantasy questions, drop those down below. But let's get right into it. I'm gonna start it off here by talking about Alexander Madison. Madison is someone that I've kind of been talking about pivoting off of pretty much like since after week one. And I think here after week three, this is like the perfect time to really just get out from under Alexander Madison. If you were just like box score watching the uh, Vikings Chargers game, you'd probably feel like Madison had a nice bounce back overall solid game, 20 carries, 93 yards, five receptions, 32 receiving yards. And those stats are nice, but this was not some sort of like Alexander Madison masterclass he dropped a few passes. He also kind of got bailed out on like a goal line fumble where they ruled that his uh, forward progress had stopped, but it seemed like everyone on the field believed that it was a uh, legit fumble. So it's not like this was some sort of perfect game. There were still some clear kind of flaws with Alexander Madison that we had seen in both week one and week two. Cam Akers also wasn't active um, for this game, so we didn't really get a real look at what that split would potentially be like. I'm guessing he's going to be active. Um, heading into week four, once he's going to be in the building, you know, for that uh, full week. I just think this Vikings backfield is going to turn into a gross split. And this is not even me being like super optimistic about Cam Akers. I'm probably lower on Cam Akers in consensus. Wasn't high on him heading into the season. After week one, I was like, it looks like this is going to be Kyron Williams backfield. I just don't think Alexander Madison is like some sort of world beater that's going to, you know, fend off all these other uh, competition, whether that's Ty Chandler rest of season or Cam Akers, I think this is going to turn into a gross running back room. And so I would just be sending out offers for someone like the back end RB2s, guy like Rashad White, maybe that's going to be tough to get someone to bite on. I think Javante Williams is someone really interesting in that range because Javante hasn't had like huge fantasy performances, but he's had a decent workload. The Broncos offense has looked competent. Um, he's also someone that was just going to be a better option in the back half of the season coming off of the ACL. So I think someone in that like Rashad White, Javante Williams range is like the kind of players I'd be going after. You could also just throw shots on like wide receiver twos if you want to pivot off the uh, running back position. I think Brees Hall also could be a potential target, even with like the gross quarterback situation now. Like if Zach Wilson continues to play at this level, there's no way they can rationalize not making a move. So I think long-term Brees Hall is also solid. Same thing with Javante, like coming off the ACL, he'll be better on in like the second half of the season. I just think that if you were someone who had Madison, you were worried after week one, week two, this is going to be your opportunity to kind of pivot here heading into week four. Now, the next sell high player is going to be a wide receiver. It's going to be Cortland Sutton. And Sutton has had a very strong start to the season, averaging 14.6 PPR points per game through the first three games. He's coming off an eight for 91 in a touchdown performance. Somehow lost two fumbles, which kind of capped his overall fantasy production, but still a very strong fantasy day. 
I just think when we look at this uh, Broncos wide receiver room, personally, I view Judy as the better option moving forward. I was much higher on him heading into the season. He was the much better option um, last year in 2022. So I do favor Judy long-term. So obviously that would hurt Cortland Sutton now that Jerry Judy's back. He had a strong week three after kind of a pedestrian uh, week two in his season debut. So rest of the season, I'd take Judy over Sutton. I think some people at this point may not agree with that, which is why I think Cortland Sutton is a nice sell high. You also have a guy like Marvin Mims, who's really flashed in a small sample size. He's someone who could kind of continue to build his workload, be more involved in this offense. I just think through three weeks, you can make the pitch that Cortland Sutton is this team's wide receiver one. He's given you wide receiver two production. That is a pitch you can make. I don't know if you're going to be able to make that same pitch heading into week six or week seven, right? Judy starts to stack some solid games. Mim starts to improve his role. Like, is that case going to be as strong as it was, you know, right now today after Cortland Sutton's eight for 91 in a touchdown game? I don't think so. Um, So like I said, I would take Judy straight up. I'd be looking at guys like Jordan Addison, DeAndre Hopkins coming off of two down games. I think he's more interesting than Sutton, just as like the locked in uh, wide receiver one. Addison, you know, coming off of not a great game, but still someone I'm very interested in here, Um, especially someone who could peak later on in the season. Or you could throw Cortland Sutton in like some sort of two for one deal, whether that's getting a higher end wide receiver one, higher end uh, running back one. But I do think he's someone I would consider moving on. If you're a big Sutton guy, you know, that's fair. You can hold on to him. I just think that if you do think Judy's the better option, this is the peak time to sell. And then the final sell high player is going to be another wide receiver, another veteran. It's going to be Adam Thielen. I think this is a great opportunity to flip Thielen for like a more confident wide receiver three, maybe even getting into like the fringe wide receiver two territory. He's coming off of a monster week three, 14 targets, 11 receptions, 145 receiving yards, and a touchdown. This was really just like a perfect storm for a big Adam Thielen day. The Panthers were trailing to the Seahawks for most of this game, which led Andy Dalton to have a crazy amount of passing volume, 58 pass attempts, also just a very soft matchup against the Seahawks. And then we also saw Jonathan Mingo leave early on with a concussion. He's one of their locked in top three wide receivers. He's out of the picture. So everything lined up really nicely for Adam Thielen. And I mean, DJ Chark, who also had a a very solid fantasy day. I just don't think this game is very like indicative of what we're going to see in the future. I think the Panthers are going to fall back to being a pretty low volume passing attack. I don't think they're going to be a top offense. I think they're going to lack touchdown upside throughout the rest of the season. I mean, we saw with Bryce Young at quarterback, all these wide receivers really, really struggled to separate. So I'm just not super confident in this Panthers offense moving forward. So I just have like a list of guys that I'd be throwing out offers for. Like I said at the top, like you're not forced to trade him. I just think if you can get a better option, I'd go for it. So guys like Marquise Brown, Jordan Addison, Jerry Judy, Jacoby Myers, Hop, Nico Collins, some of those guys are coming off of down games. Those would just be some like one for ones I'd be firing off. Adam Thielen, obviously, just like Cortland Sutton, could be kind of used as like a add-in piece to a trade if you want to get a big upgrade. Um, but those are going to be my three sell-high players. So it's Alexander Madison, Cortland Sutton, and Adam Thielen. It was kind of an interesting week for sell-highs because we did have some huge performances, but a lot of them were just from like you know stud players like Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Don't see a need to sell high there. We also had some big games from players who are probably on waivers or could be on waivers like a Tank Dell or a Devon A-Chain. So these were some like kind of mid-level options I thought you could kind of flip at this point in the season. But that's going to wrap it up for this one. 
waiver wire video, uh, buy low video up on my channel if you are interested. Uh, drop your comments down below. Thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.